This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Raw Reaction Show. Joining you uh, this morning at 8am UK time after Arsenal's 2-0 defeat to Juventus in our final public friendly ahead uh, of the Premier League return on Boxing Day. Not the best result um, at all. <laughs> you know, it's it's not the way you want to enter the uh, kind of the Premier League restart and I'm still in a little bit of a... Shock? I don't think shock's the right word. It was a friendly. Um, but just kind of, I'm a bit stunned as to how we didn't didn't win that game. Uh, it was a very, very uh, frustrating evening uh, of football for Arsenal. And they couldn't come out with a victory in the end. And instead, we were treated to 19 shots and 75% possession. And, uh, and a 2-0 defeat thanks to two own goals. I mean... It was kind of like an Arsenal performance, an Arsenal nostalgia trip uh, back to times where we dominate games and and still come out on the bad end of the result. So hopefully that's something that's kind of got out of our system, if you like, you know, out of the system. That said, there was a lot of the starting 11 in the team, you know, Ramsdale, Gabriel, um, Xhaka, Erdegaard, Partey, and Ketia is now our starting striker, of course, for the games coming up. Ben White was in the team playing at right back. And we only had Zinchenko, Saliba, Saka and Martinelli of what who would we usually be playing out of the team. Um, and so that was annoying and frustrating somewhat. But we're going to talk all about that and more in today's show. Uh, yesterday was kind of a day of firsts. It was the first time I've driven to a home game because, of course, there was no, no trains working yesterday. So that was... Uh, an experience. I left my house at one in the afternoon and arrived at the Emirates at 10 past four to give you an idea of the journey that it took to get there. It was a joke, quite frankly, the traffic yesterday in London, as expected. I've got to do the same thing on Boxing Day, so that's going to be interesting for the West Ham game. It's going to probably be even busier, so take that into account for sure. Uh, first time 
seeing obviously Juventus play. First time speaking to Max Allegri. I'll talk a bit about that later on as well. Um, and it was the first time eating sea trouts. That was what was an offer in the uh, in the Arsenal press lounge. It was quite nice. I liked it. Uh, I would have it again. Bet you didn't think I was going to say that of all the things I was talking about today. Anyway, uh, let's crack on with today's show. Good morning to everyone joining us live in the chat. Good morning to Blackshine, to Matt G, to Temi. Uh, good morning to Jose and Paul and Steve. Good morning to Matt and Lynn. Uh, good morning to Stevie, Red Star, uh, Odi Relay, uh, and plenty more of you joining us in the chat box as well. Always a pleasure. So yes, uh, a 2-0 defeat thanks to own goals from Granit Xhaka and Rob Holding. Um, against, let's face it, a Juventus team that was full of players that don't typically play. Only Regani and Locatelli and Moiskin were you know, players that you would think would start more games. Even Regani, you know, hasn't really been playing. For Juventus either. Uh, you typically see what Bonucci and Bremer, uh, I think, would be the starting two centre-backs typically, uh, and they weren't there. No Vlaovic, no Quadrado, no Alexandro, no Pogba, um, no Di Maria, no Paredes, uh, no Rabio. <laughs> you know, the list goes on of the players that weren't available to them, um, and uh, it was... Still a very dominating performance. I said to Kaira at halftime, this is the most, I've never seen a more one-sided game than I had at halftime where, well, before they scored, really. I say they scored before we scored for them. Like we genuinely, they they never even got into our box until the final minute of the first half. And the problem with that is that you've got to take your chances. You've got to create better. You know, you've got to create opportunities that you can score from. And I think we did create some of those, but when it got into those areas... We just weren't clinical enough, and that was frustrating. But the big kind of real downer on the evening, on a game which doesn't matter ultimately, um, is that Reese Nelson got injured uh, with what, from what you can see from this photo, very much looks like a hamstring problem. And you can clearly tell his own sadness and frustration at the problem um, because he probably would have been getting some more opportunities in the early new year. We have that FA Cup game against Oxford, of course. Um to think about and he wants to try and show why he deserves a new contract at the club as well and only this injury is going to do nothing but undermine his position at the club and it's also going to make us even shorter for our potential options like we can very easily go it's only Reese Nelson you know we if we're looking to vie for a title how much of a an impact is Reese Nelson going to make on this Arsenal team and the answer to that is to certainly point to the Nottingham Forest game and say how important he was in getting those points, in getting a result in that game. So it's very easy to just, you know, toss it to one side, if you will, and not worry about it and think we're going to sign someone in January, and we probably will, and that's the aim. But it's still a big blow, I think, to the depth of the team, and it means we've lost another option. Um, and and that's a real shame, a real shame. Eddie Nketiah uh, failed to score again. Uh, that's two games now in a row that he's not scored. And, of course, he did score uh, against uh, Leon. Uh, it was a good goal. But also, you have to remember that he got the free kick against Milan and had a decent game as well. And in this game, I thought he did all right. I thought his performance was quite good. He just couldn't score. Uh, even in the opportunity fell to him in the most perfect of situations on his left foot. Um, and it hit the post on the far side of the goal. He has to hit the target, and he's not done that. He absolutely has to test the keeper at a minimum. I know he's got it past the keeper, but you've then got to hit the target um, in that position. Yes, sure, it was on his weaker foot, 
but you got a score and a goal ruled out for offside and it was very much offside as well um and he had a few opportunities to try and take as well but often saw plenty of his shots blocked he was still getting into positions he was still getting on the end of chances if he's going to miss if he's going to miss chances like he did yesterday it's glad i'm glad that it's happening yesterday because if it's happening against west ham then we got a problem and we can't afford for that to happen we need to make sure that when he plays he scores and if he does score against West Ham, it is going to be a huge weight uh, off of our shoulders. Um, Vid uh, Vidalian says, uh, I've heard he was awful. So people were lying. Uh, I certainly wouldn't describe his performance as awful. I think that's. Uh, I think that comes from the perspective of people that are desperate for Arsenal to sign a striker, that can't see anything good in a player that they don't think should be playing for Arsenal, which I know there are plenty of people that feel that way. But he was energetic. He was good on the ball. He linked up play. He got on the end of chances. He just couldn't finish. That's that 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 was the key issue. He couldn't finish. Now, if the parameters of a striker are is that he's not scoring goals, then Gabriel Jesus, by the same token, has not been good enough. But we know that there is a lot more than just scoring goals when you're a striker. And his performance outside of unfortunately missing those chances was still good. Um but he needs to do more because being good is not going to be enough if Arsenal are going to try and win a title. So we need a lot more um, from the player and uh, certainly when he gets on the end of those opportunities as well. Um, I was very impressed with Amario Koja Dubri uh, amongst everything else. And uh, I really believe that there is something special coming through this Highland Academy uh, that we just continue to produce some of the best young talent that there is in the country. Um, really genuinely, we've seen it with Saka and Smith Rowe. Um, potentially, we're seeing it with Charlie Patino. Potentially, we're seeing it with Fuller and Balogun. And it just seems that yet another player is coming down the, the pipeline in, in Koja Dubri, who was fantastic. The dribbling, the pace, the take-ons, all of that, the crossing... He came on and was confident for a 17-year-old player. And not only that, but Ethan Ranieri, the 15-year-old, came on. Um, Kaya turned to me yesterday and said that when the pandemic started, Ranieri was 12. Now, if you ever want to feel old about something and watching a 15-year-old player come on against Juventus for Arsenal and get told that <laughs> Ranieri was 12 years old when the pandemic started is mad to think he's now playing. That really genuinely... Um, it <laughs> really genuinely makes you feel so incredibly old. And also how impressive it is that Nuanieri is in the team and playing and getting opportunities. I remember that. Um, I, I go as far as to say scandalous description by Jason Cundy of, of Arteta's decision to play Nuanieri against Brentford as, as a bit of a, uh, a publicity stunt. If you've watched this guy, if you've seen this guy play, if you're watching for the youth team, if you've now seen him in these games, you absolutely recognise why there is faith being put in this kid at 15. What he's producing is just well beyond I've ever seen of a player of that age ever. You know, I've watched plenty of youth games, under-18s, under-16s, under-21s, when you've had 16, 17, 18-year-olds playing and the under-21s are under-23s. And Ranieri is just, goodness me. Like, <laughs> he was going up against, like, he was playing against a goalkeeper twice his age and that is 30. Like the goalkeeper's not exactly old for 30, and yet we've got a guy coming on that's half his age. Mental. Absolutely mental. 
Uh, despite all of that, Nikola Teta still was pretty upbeat in his press conference. I was in the press conference after the game. Um, he was disappointed, of course, about Nelson's injury, but he still seemed to be pretty upbeat and gave good answers. You can, of course, go back and read through all of those answers on the Arsenal website. You can also go and uh, watch the press conference on the Arsenal way, uh, where you will also be able to see uh, the video of me asking Max Allegri that question about Arsenal. Of course, you all know what that question, or you should really know what that question is. And that is, of course, that when Allegri was linked to a move to Arsenal back in both 2018 and 2019, after Arsene Wenger left, and then again after Unai Emery left, Allegri was talked about uh, quite committedly by some, let's say, um, that he was indeed in the frame for the Arsenal job. It was not just the ITKs out there, but there were genuine outlets that were suggesting that Allegri could be one of the potential candidates for the job. And so I thought, you know what? This guy's sitting right in front of me. I've got the opportunity to ask. Why not ask the question? And as you would expect, he told us it was just rumours. Um, so there you go. That kind of puts to bed that whole story about Max Allegri being... Um, ever in the uh, the frame for the Arsenal role. It just wasn't. It was rumours the entire time. And we can now finally put that old rumour to rest, which is great. Uh, he enjoyed the question. He laughed at it a lot. You can actually go and watch me asking the question if you like. The link to the uh, the YouTube short on the Arsenal way is in today's video description. So if you want to see Allegri laughing and me panicking, not even panicking after he laughed, but I was just like, yeah, lovely job. <laughs> you could hear me say that afterwards. Um, but no, it was a good it was a good experience after the game. There was no mix zone, unfortunately, so there wasn't any opportunities to speak to the players. Hopefully that will happen in the coming weeks after the West Ham game on Boxing Day. Okay, let's move to uh round two, round two, part two, uh, and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, let's jump into the chat. I'm not going to be sticking around too long um, because, I'm, again, I feel like the cold's really getting to me these mornings. These 8 a.m.s are getting tough. So I'll stick around to answer a few, and then I'm going to shoot. Um, Nick says, hi, Tom. What is the contract situation with Ethan Wanieri? It's not great at the moment. We still have to convince him to sign a professional contract with the club when he turns 16. Um, but there are a lot of clubs really looking around at Ethan Wanieri, City, Liverpool, uh, Liverpool in particular are said to be very interested in him. Chelsea um, are all considering potentially putting in an offer for Ethan Luanieri. So it's not going to be easy to try and tie him down. But you have to say that we are doing absolutely everything that we can 
to try and get him signed and, and you know, nailed down to a new contract. That is the aim of the club. That is what we're hoping to do. Let's see if we can indeed try and do it. Um, Lynn says, Tom, do you think that Nketiah has a problem with reading the game as well as he should be at this level? And maybe this is why he has to do too much to try and score. I think, Lynn, that comes more down to not playing regularly in the team, in the first team, in the senior team. Um, it comes more to you when you're obviously playing more often with the players around you week in, week out. And that's why he needs to keep starting games while Jesus is out. It's because then he can, again, acclimatise the things, get involved with the game, get up to speed. I'm hoping that we see him start and score against West Ham. I'm hoping that it kind of quietens down the loudest of critics that he does have. Um, and I'm a critic of his. Everyone knows how much I've criticised Nketiah and believed that the 100 grand a week, supposedly, if that's even true, you know, that we invested in him was probably far too much pressure to add onto him. And he, <coughs> I don't think, necessarily deserved that contract. But uh, of that kind of level. But he needs to score. And I back him. And I support him because that's what Arsenal fans are meant to do. You support your players. And... Hopefully, you can return the goals for us on Boxing Day. Uh, Amira says, a club like Arsenal should always get the best players, but should we take a chance on the academy boys more? Paid off with Saka and Smith-Rowe. Hard to see a path for Tino with all these number eights linked. It's something that I'm curious to ask Arteta, actually, in the future, is about how you convince players that there is a pathway when you've got all of these senior options, when there's talk of more players coming in in January. How do you convince these players that there is a pathway? What do they need to do to convince you to give them more opportunity, it's tricky. Um, it's very tricky indeed. I think that we do need to give opportunities, and I think we are giving them opportunities. I think you've seen that this season. I think you're seeing that now. I think you're seeing that with the amount of times they're taken away with the senior teams to the Europa League games. Nuanieri coming on against Brentford, Patino playing last season. You know, they do get opportunities, these players, but they we need to see more, uh, and that's it. Um, let's go to Leopold who says, why would you pick between Bellingham? Uh, who would you rather pick between Bellingham or Musiala? Uh, Bellingham. I think he's more, uh, necessary for our team than Musiala is, but I would take either. They're both fantastic. Uh, Tub says we have four Academy products in our first team more than any of our rivals. I think Ethan and his family will see this and know what the best thing to do is. Uh, we, I think beyond anything, we know that we are a club that can, certainly guarantee that you can get opportunities if you're an Arsenal Academy graduate in the first team. Uh, Peter says, morning, Tom. I've seen reports saying that we can sign Marcus Turan for 12 million euros. Would you take the plunge or look elsewhere? I think that I would, um, but I would like to see us still go out and sign Mudrick on top of that. But I think that Marcus Turan is one of those options at a really good price. You know, when you look at someone like Wilfred Zaha or Mehdi Taremi, you know, players that can play not Taremi, but certainly Zaha can play in a wide area, can play through the middle. His age profile just doesn't suit the investment. Marcus Turam in his mid-20s, I actually think is, even mid-20s, he might even be younger than that. Hold on. Marcus Turam uh, is 25. So there you go, mid-20s. Uh, 12 million euros, I think is a great investment, especially if Nelson's going to move on. You know, it gives us more options. He can play through the middle. He can play in the wide area. I think that Marcus Turam at 12 million euros would be a great investment by Arsenal, to be honest. Um, let's go to Paul, who says, when a Smith Road, Tommy Asim and Zinchenko training. So we were told yesterday, um, myself and Kai were told that Tommy Asu has a bit of a hamstring issue, um, unfortunately. Smith Rowe hasn't trained yet, as Arteta said in his press conference, and Zinchenko uh, is in contention for Boxing Day, but there's no guarantee of that. Smith Rowe, we hopefully should see back in January, 
that's when they're targeting him to return. So Smith-Rowe, fingers crossed, will be back in the squad come January. Uh, Andrew says, what primary area of the concern do you believe needs to be addressed before Boxing Day based on our recent friendlies or should we just chalk it up to an odd period given the World Cup? I think finishing absolutely is the main one. You know, we need to take the chances that we create. We are creating chances. 19 shots yesterday. We need to start taking them. And if we don't take them, then we're going to suffer. And that's our own doing, unfortunately. Uh, a couple more and then things are going to wrap up. Uh, Louis says, with the seasons ever seeming to get more games added with the World Cup, Club World Cup, for example, um, could you see the squad size being allowed to be increased? Yes, I can. But that's not a solution to the problem because there just isn't enough players. You know, there's not enough good players out there to fill the best squads in the world to be able to rotate. There's no prestige in the Club World Cup. It doesn't mean anything. You know, even if they expanded it to 32 teams, it doesn't mean anything. So, yeah, that's that's a real shame. Temi, we don't know the extent of Reese Nelson's injury. We've got to wait for scans and assessments to be made. That'll be done this week, and we'll hear more probably in the lead-up to the uh, the West Ham United game. That's when we'll get the next update on that one. Uh, Callum says, morning, Tom. Only just joined, so not sure what the overall opinion of the game was, but by the scoreline, the pressure we was putting on the ball and out of possession was really good. Again, outside of the finishing, it was a good performance. Um, we dominate the game uh, and there's going to be games like that. You know, football teams go through games where they dominate and they don't come out with the result. It's part of football. It's what makes football as unpredictable as it is. So we are probably going to have those performances this season. Um, I mean, we arguably had it against Southampton and we didn't take the opportunities when we were 1-0 up and it cost us. And we need to make sure that we try and take those opportunities and that we re-strengthen, reinforce, just strengthen in January. And hopefully that will see us through um, to try and achieve what we need to achieve between now and the end of the season. Uh, we're going to wrap things up there. Uh, sorry for the slightly shorter show today, but there is a lot going on in the world. And I don't feel like I'm on top form either today either. So uh, uh, I'm going to wrap things up. I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. Enjoy the World Cup final. Fingers crossed, Lionel Messi can lift the trophy. I do not want to see France winning it again. I know I'd be great for William Saliba. I get that. He's not played, although there is rumours that maybe because of illness in the squad, William Saliba could play today. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but Argentina for one, Lionel Messi two. I've got them in the sweepstakes. I would quite like to win that. Nice little bit of extra cha-ching in the back pocket. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully they can bring it home. Anyway, have a fantastic Sunday. I will see you tomorrow morning. Uh, to round up all of the latest Arsenal transfer news from the weekend. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.